Welcome to the land of long live play where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, as always, your boy Dad Ninja Dev, and I'm joined by my main man down in Florida, the outbreak epicenter itself, <laughs> Mr. Delvin Cox. <laughs> How's it going this morning? It's going good, man. You know, just chilling. Didn't go to Breaking Loud because, what is it? Not Breaking Loud. What is it called? Oh. You don't know the festival that's down here? It's a. Um, Damn, I can't remember. No. What, what I, festival? And why I would never I know? How am I the coolest person on this podcast when I know this? Rolling Loud. Was down, is how, down are you, this week. how are you the coolest person on this podcast? I don't know. How do you interview all the people you do? Maybe from all the work you put in? Like, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Roll, yeah. Rolling Loud is down here this week. And so it's really packed in the city. And I guarantee there are going to be th- thousands and thousands of cases of COVID to come out of it. Well, you guys had 24,000 the other day, so yeah. you guys are having Rolling Loud. Let's go ahead and up the ante. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I feel like we just did this. Yeah. I, I feel like people didn't learn their lesson. Like, I, I always look back to the good old SpongeBob meme where the villagers are like, how many times do we have to tell you this, old man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's a fire behind him, and they're all angry. It's like, how many yeah. times do you have to teach you this lesson, old man? Yes. Which is funny because the old man never actually did anything. It's just SpongeBob always blaming him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Damn it, Florida. <laughs> also joining us, of course, is the secretary of the spoil, the Platinum Prince, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you this uh, Sunday morning? I am tired. I uh, I saw a friend for the first time since 2014 yesterday. So wow, that's great. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we uh, we spent four hours driving around the city. That's really cool. We yeah, went up to the nice. we went up to the canal because like St. Catharines is like right in the uh, St. Lawrence uh, shipping area, like. All the cargo ships come through St. Catharines because we have one of the locks of the canal here. I don't know what any of that stuff is. That sounds yeah. about as, like, I would know that like I'd know about Rolling Loud. No, Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But, like, Delvin, I'm sure you know what a canal is, right? Yes, we have several in South Florida. Okay, so it's one of the locks. Like, the elevation level is different, so... Oh, okay, I got you. I think I got they you. They have to raise and lower the water levels to bring the ships down to continue moving through the river is this a, like a popular tourist attraction or something like that yeah there's a museum up there okay. it's got a ball hockey um uh exhibit as well as like maritime history and stuff um 
there's also like the ball hockey pits for champions. There's a walking path alongside the canal and whatnot. It's been a blast. Oh, cool. That's really cool. That sounds awesome, actually. The so. hell is ball hockey? It's hockey played on concrete. With with a ball. Yeah. We Oof. I think I think we call it stick hockey down here. I I mean also like it's the same thing as like it can be played on concrete or grass and generally concrete this is sexist and I hate it but generally uh ball hockey played on grass is played by women and ball hockey played on cement is played by men fucking stupid if you ask me but let, let me ask you a question is this because when the guys play ball hockey on concrete, they play it like people play real hockey? No. Like, are they smashing just, each other? I've never watched a ball hockey game, so I can't answer this honestly, but no, it, like, this has been a thing around here. For I, I asked that because years. I know when we play street football, guys usually play in the streets, and that is I, very I mean, stupid. I mean, but yeah, but... Sideline ha- pop only, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also... Have you seen the way women will play hockey? They don't care. They'll shove your ass into the fucking floor. Like, we don't care. And that's my point. I don't want to be doing that on streets. That shit hurts. Like, no. So are y'all, like, are they running around with, like, full gear? Are they on on skates? Or are we just running around with the hockey stick? I think it's on skates. If it's on concrete, if it's on grass, they're running around with like cleats and whatnot. Wow, like full organized, not just a street game. Interesting. Yeah, did not know such and a thing. And also, existed. ball hockey on grass is different than uh, if you're wondering. So, I mean, I I figured as much. I didn't think there'd be a goal in the middle, just on the ends like hockey. But I would have assumed that it was just like a game kids played in the street because they didn't have access to like an actual rink or no. a pond because I'm sure you guys have ponds that freeze over and you're just like hey let's just go play some no, actually, ice hockey in, in Saint no it's usually people freezing their backyards over for their kids and then the city gets mad and you get what kind of shit wow well, Canada it's a whole new world up there also there was like one up near Short Hills which is like a reservation like, like a camping reservation spot Usually used by the local um, Boy Scout troop for like camping getaways or whatnot, but obviously COVID. Uh, families built one up there, and the city tore it down. I got nothing. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> How was your week, Haley? Uh, let's see. I saw Lydia for the first time since 2014. Obviously, uh. Let's see. Uh, I started. Delvin will know this one. I don't think you will, Dev. I started rewatching Danny Phantom because the entire series was on sale for like ten bucks. So great show. Yeah. Um, it was uh, the only spot you can buy it here is like iTunes. So it's also four by three. So like you know, there's that. But like, great show. Uh, I'm up to season four in my rewatch of The Walking Dead. Uh, because the final season starts next month. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm literally like two episodes away from the governor's attack on the prison. Spoiler. No, I don't think anyone cares about the Walking Dead spoilers. Like, Yeah, at this point, uh, I don't think anyone <laughs> cares about the Walking Dead. <laughs> like, that might be a actual thing. And I, 
I love the show, but nobody's watching it. Uh, are you kidding me? Of course, people are watching it. They wouldn't have authorized three other spinoffs if people weren't watching it. Like, I think they're trying to recapture the the glory. Yeah, that's how no, much literally this the point. numbers on the series are like <laughs> ridiculous still. But I get what you're saying. But like, they're they're up there. They wouldn't have authorized. AMC's not stupid. Um, <laughs> it's a corporation that doesn't care about you but yes a- amc yeah. is not stupid when it comes to spending money so there's that um, <laughs> if your cats are going bankrupt from covid that's not that's not on them like, fuck off there's the most two other things i'm not going there <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to spending money on TV shows and production of them, let's go with that. Okay. I don't care about the other shit. They're not stupid enough to authorize three other spinoffs and continue the other two that are still ongoing of The Walking Dead if it's not generating enough viewers. Like, they're obviously making enough money off The Walking Dead to continue using the franchise. Otherwise, it would do like Mad Men and this final season would be the end, but it's not. Like, Fear the Walking Dead. Mad Men was so good. Bring okay. that back. Like, Fear the Walking Dead, still ongoing. Also, shout out to Alicia Debnam Carey, who gets to direct her first episode this season. So that's fantastic. Um, she plays my favorite character on that show. Um, you know, they've got The World Beyond, which uh, is a limited run series. Like, this next season of The World Beyond is its final season. Like, it was uh, categorized as a two-season show. Like, that's it. Um, there's that. They've got the Daryl and Carol spinoff. The Daryl and Carol. Yeah. <laughs> Tales, God. Tales from the Walking Dead, which is like an anthology type show. Just they've got a lot going on and they're good. And they're bringing back the comic series in a way. Clementine has her own comic now. Thank God. That's awesome. And she's like, no, no, no. But she's like actual Walking Dead comics canon now. Like, like Rick and all that level canon like she's an actual character in the walking dead comics now i i will say this and i think there are certain shows that no matter how awful they get they will always have an audience i think um lost <coughs> the flash yep the flash is a perfect example of that like they always get that just they may drop and lose a lot of their audience but they will always have an audience to continue on i think the simpsons is kind of like that well the simpsons has been, people have been saying The Simpsons have been bad for a long time, and it continues to go on because it gets just enough of audience to keep going on. I think yeah. the, Walking Dead is kind of at that point right now where no matter, uh, I don't think. Season 10, season 10 was pretty fantastic, if, Even actually. if it's good, even if it's got back to good, they're going to always have that steadfast audience that's going to watch The Walking Dead because it's The Walking Dead. I don't know. Audience has got to be pretty high for them to be literally like creating spinoffs. They're not the CW. They're not going to. And look, I love Superman and Lois, but, like, its highest episode was the pilot. The rest has all been, like, HBO Max viewing. And, again, I don't think viewing should be, like... I don't think Nielsen boxes should be the only way you test a show's popularity because Nielsen boxes are only distributed in the U.S. So, like, you're literally cutting out the rest of your distributed market from, like, like, counting towards your show's ratings. But... In general, Superman and Lois' most watched episode was the pilot. The rest of it's all been HBO Max viewings or, like, in my case, Google and stuff like that. 
Like, great show, already got renewed for season two, but it's the CW. They will renew shows until they are dead in the face. Like, look, I love The Flash. Season seven was fucking awful. Like, it's it's awful. Um, Although, shout out to this last episode because Barry finally was, quote unquote, the fastest man alive for once in his own TV show. But, um, like, it's... The CW renews things. Like, look, Riverdale is bad, and that's why I watch it, because it's fun to watch them jump the shark over and over again. But Riverdale still gets renewed for them to continually make jumping the shark higher. And I don't understand it. That's the CW, they, though. They just believe in their shows. They just believe that's in jumping it sharks. No, it, it's, it's, it's like money laundering at that point. They, that's yeah, feels they, like. They, they, like, they like, we know the people are here. We're just going to keep on doing this. People I mean, will keep coming back. We, it yeah. is what it is. And now they're teasing fans of maybe bringing Sabrina to the Riverdale show because Sabrina got canceled on Netflix. So there's that. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but then, I, I like I said, I picked up I, I picked up Returnal. Uh, I've been playing that. Uh, I got to the first boss. Uh, nearly had him. And then I guess the astronaut figure brings you back because I done yep. that house segment first. Um, mm-hmm. Got him down to like the last bar or whatnot, and then got trapped in a corner and couldn't move. Yeah, yeah, you'll have right. that. You'll have that in Returnal. So, but I don't know. It's fun. Uh, you 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 were not kidding that like that controller vibrates incessantly while you're moving. So like, good. Like, literally so every texture vibrates the controller. Um, I haven't noticed any, like, jamming of the yeah triggers or whatnot. But like, they don't jam the gun or anything like that. You don't have to worry about that. But every gun does feel a little different when you pull a trigger. Um, yeah. And you can do the half squeeze or the full squeeze depending on the gun. Something different may happen. But uh, yeah, they do a really good job of using the controller in that game. For the pistol, I've unlocked homing missiles level one and the snub nosed barrel level one. Um, obviously, the blade's cool. I wish it was faster, but I know it took me not- forever to get that damn sword. Like that was like the last thing I got. So here, here's my favorite freaking thing, right? I came across a dead body, right? It was Ed Placencia's dead mm-hmm. body. I wanted to avenge Ed. Opened it, obliterated immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, yeah. Just you only have the pistol. Don't even try. Donnie says good morning. Good morning, good, Donnie. Good morning, Donnie. Um, no, like, like literally, like I, I opened it. You know, I was doing pretty good, and then it just shot out like a beam or whatnot, and like it went through the covers. So like, there was no protection. I just dead. Yeah, yeah. Trying to avenge people can uh get you killed real quick. It could. That's why it took me, like, I think my game clock says I have four hours. It took me, like, three hours to finally get the sword, and then yeah. I could unlock the barrier to get to the boss. Yeah. It's just so. all random, so, yeah. Like I said, for me, it's I, I saw people with the sword super early. It took me forever to get that dang sword. The house but it's a game changer. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not a fan of, like constantly seeing the cutscene when you die like i get it but having to always you can skip it i know you can but having to always hold x to skip the cutscene is annoying because you got to do it twice usually because it'll skip the crash sequence and then you waking up you have to hold x to skip as well so that's annoying for sure but um 
Oh, it's fun. Um, I'll, I'm going to keep trying it. I'll try it after we're done recording again today. Um, I don't know that I'm going to beat this game, but, you know, I figured I should at least give it a try. Yeah. Um, played some more Assassin's Creed this week, which is great because there's a new challenge coming next week, I think. Uh, what else? Uh, well, I might pick something up else up during the sale. It's on until the 18th. Um. Also, I have a bone to pick with PlayStation about the sale. Hi, you have all the Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition or whatnot stuff on sale, but that version's only available on the PS5. It's not on sale, but all the DLC for it is. Fuck you. (laughs) (sighs) Fuck you. Go ahead and buy this game at full price and get all the stuff for cheap. All the rest the, of the stuff. The but game not the is game. $54.99 and all the DLC is on sale. Fuck that. I mean, it's still a deal, you know? It, it is, yeah. I mean, as opposed to like 80 or 90 bucks for the game, but like, fuck off. It's so, it's so dumb. Yep. How about you, Devin? How was your week? My week was pretty cool. I didn't get much gaming done. I watched a whole bunch of stuff. I got to watch, like, I watched Fear Street Part 1 and 2. Which was cool. Ooh, let me know when you watch part three. Let me know what you thought of the trilogy overall. Okay. Also, literally, my favorite sequence is in part three. Okay. I watched that. I watched the new Masters of the Universe series, which I liked a lot. A lot of people don't like it. That's your opinion. But I, I keep, I keep seeing people shit on Kevin Smith for it, and I'm like, what? Well, the series wasn't even out yet. Why are you shitting on him? You have no idea what the series is like. Uh I'll leave that conversation for another day. Why people are mad and I, it's stupid. But on the, on the gaming side, I didn't get to play much stuff. But what I did do was I I had an um, Xbox One X that didn't work. It was something wrong with the HDMI port. So I ended up taking it to GameStop and trading it in. And I told him. <laughs> my, my whole, I told my homeboy, like, hey, HDMI port don't work. I got like 170 for it. 170, I traded all my games. I traded a few games I had in. And um I got a lot of shit, man. I got um I pre-ordered that um Demon Slayer game and painted it off. I pre-ordered um uh, what is it? NBA 2K22. Candace Parker edition? Yes. I pre-ordered nice. that. I pre I pre-ordered House of Ashes and paid that off. I got a um External hard drive, a five gigabyte external hard drive, five terabyte. Five, five gigabyte? Five gigabytes? Five, wow. That's not even one game. It's <laughs> a five terabyte one. And I <laughs> got um, I got something else. I can't remember what it was, but I, I just pre ordered a whole bunch of stuff, so I don't have to worry about it. it. Paid off a lot of stuff, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. So that was pretty cool. So, wait, your, your GameStop sell external hard drives? Yeah. Yeah, so do ours. You're, you're, yours up. Yeah, ours sells all kind of stuff. All the PC stuff, external hard drives, all that. No, uh, we, so obviously GameStop owns EB in Canada. It's just a different business. But like, uh, the only drives I've seen them sell are like the Seagate, like Xbox or PlayStation branded drives. But other than that, like, there's no PC parts. There's no nothing sold in the store. It's, um, Xbox. Games, PlayStation games, Nintendo games, obviously consoles if they have any in stock, uh, Funko Pops, uh, T-shirts, uh, and board games. That's about it. Yeah, that's kind of sounds about right. We like I said, all sales, 
all that stuff and some some computer stuff and things like that. The hard drive is it's just uh, I guess it's a regular external hard drive, but it says you can use on your Xbox Series X and your PS5 on it. I, I got that. They got you with the branding. It's uh, just it's just a regular. It's hard not, drive. It's just a regular hard drive. The one at the mall will take cell phones, like they'll take cell phones to and buy them off you. But yeah, but yeah, I ended up getting a lot of stuff. Like I'm really happy. Like a lot of stuff paid off. I had got some um, PSN credits, so I can um, pre-order um, what is it? Life is Strange, True Colors. So, nice. So I got a lot of stuff pre-ordered up and ready for the fall. Actually, so I'm excited for that. Darnie said, "Why you ain't get that swole though?" It's, it's sold out. Uh, would you have pre-ordered if it wasn't? Yeah, I wanted to pre-order it. Okay. And I asked the I asked the guy at GameStop, and he said, and this is weird, but I, I guess it's accurate. He said that interest in his store was so low, they like they canceled a lot of their pre-orders. Like, they oh, like, damn. They're like, they didn't have any interest, so they, they stopped pre-ordering it. They, they had a bunch at first, and they just started canceling them. I'm like, we're not pre-ordering it anymore. So I said, That's damn. crazy. So I have to wait till it come out, then just get it then. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, for me, uh, this weekend or this week was a lot of the same, you know, work, dealing with my children. Um, we had soccer yesterday. That was fun. They split our games up. My daughter's game was at 9 and my son's game was at 12. That is like the worst because you're there all damn day and it's hot as all hell. Oh, God, my son's game, it was already over 100 degrees outside, so that was that was a lot. Did, did you do your plan to only bring the kid when necessary? Oh, yeah. We stayed. Me and, me and my son stayed here until it was time to go to his game. Um, but my, my wife, she went to the, my daughter's game and then went to Costco and then came back for my son's game mm. um, instead of coming home, which I wish you know she, she would have done because she had his cleats. So, like, when we were supposed to be practicing, we had to wait because she was at Costco. But it wasn't too long of a wait, so it wasn't too bad. But, um, yeah, so we did that. Kids are still really liking to play soccer and all of that good stuff. Um, we sent them to the Boys and Girls Club this week because we needed a break. And they needed to see other people. And uh, they had a really good time with that, so that was nice. Um, as far as gaming is concerned, all I did was play Death's Door. I haven't even turned on my PlayStation Death Door is my game of the year so far. I freaking love it. Um, it just feels like a love letter to Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, to be perfectly honest. Like, that's what has me liking it so much. Um, just the progression, the different weapons. Like, it feels like the top-down Zelda game that I have been craving. Um, really cool, cute little story. Um, I would... Definitely guarantee. I would. I would say if anybody you like, if you like traditional type Zelda games, um, dungeon crawler type stuff, I would say you should definitely check it out. It's fun. The combat is fair. It's a little unforgiving. Like if you mess up and you get hit, like it's a wrap. But it's not overly hard. You just have to be patient and kind of pay attention to the boss's patterns. Um, to figure out the best, you know, methods of attack. There's a couple of different ways of, of of tackling a lot of the different bosses or whatnot, but it's a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it, and um, can't wait to get back and play a little bit more of it. Because even though I've beat it, there's still other stuff that I want to do in it. So, really, really fun game. Wish it was on PlayStation. 
stop, but it was only 20 bucks on Steam, so I went ahead and picked that up. I'm sure it'll come to PlayStation in like a year or some nonsense, but yeah, that has been pretty much all I've played this week. I did download Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, because it did get a boost. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but um, other than that, it's been a, a real chill week, just getting ready for school to start in a couple of weeks and trying to transition to that, me transitioning back to the office uh, full-time, which I'm not excited about at all. I, I don't understand the push to go back to office buildings. Like Americans, they uh, they want to be able to be... They want, the bosses want to control what you're doing. They don't want to let you just you know get all your work done at home because then it's like, oh, maybe you're stealing time. It, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's not, just the, it's not just America doing that. Like, Canada's doing it, too. Y'all don't count. It, it seems to me... It's America's hat. It's America's hat. It's, Fuck you. It seems more efficient <laughs> to me to just have the people at home. Yeah, of course it is. Because, you know, like, you're, they're not wasting two hours of your day depending on where you live in traffic. Yeah, but yep. even in general, like, if you have, like, an, a big office building, probably can get rid of that at, at some point in time. And, like, just have people work from home. It seems more simple. Yeah. That is exactly my thoughts on this. Like, you could save so much money. Like, corporations are always looking for ways to cut costs. Let everybody work from home. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about, you know, paying for the building and electricity and all of that stuff. Yeah. But then I think a lot of people, like, I have people in my wrist, in our wrist department. They're like, the problem with that is if people get hurt at home, who's responsible? They are. Like, are you on the clock? How does that work? So, because they've dealt with a couple of those weird situations where it's been a pain to to navigate through. I mean, so, if you're, if you're there's definitely some growing pains. If you're clocked in, it's your employer's responsibility. If you're not clocked in, it's your responsibility. I, I yeah, but the problem is you, you hurt yourself at home. Like we don't have anything to do with that. That's what I'm gonna like, say. If, even if, even if you're clocked in, but it's again like Haley said, if you're on the clock, technically. Is supposed to be the employer's responsibility, but if you're at home, it's like this weird gray area where we've never it's been your before. Space. Yes, you're at home, but you're clocked in. You're in your office space. You injure yourself. It's your employer's responsibility. Problem is, the employer didn't provide any of this stuff in the office space. So again, it's one of those weird places to navigate. So that's one of the reasons why a lot of the people like who run the risk department like it, it we just need to bring people back to the office because it's a controlled environment so it's just weird i don't know the only thing is i know that i'll have to go back to the office at some point because amazon workspaces is ridiculous and i would rather not have to deal with it so it, it so it takes my very nice fast internet and just just yeah it, it runs off of the computer at the office building's internet, and that's not fast at all. Yeah, because you're remoting in, and then yeah. you're dealing with the VPN and all that good stuff, but yeah. it is what it is. But yeah, that was my week. Um, yeah. It's just another day, another dollar. Question. Keep it pushing. How um, long is Death's Door? Uh, I think I've been playing. It's not long. It, it really depends on you. Like, if you don't die a lot, and you just and you don't go looking for the side stuff, and you just want to like mainline and just go boss, 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 boss. Um, you could probably beat it in a day, okay. like a couple of hours, maybe six hours, eight hours, depending on how good you are. Because there's also the difficulty slider, like you can't make it easier. So I would say probably like six to eight hours if you just fly through it. Okay. 
It's good to know. Yeah, but there's a bunch of stuff to hide. It's like there's a bunch of hidden stuff to find. So, are there any accessibility features? I don't know. I didn't go looking for any of that, so I just started playing. I didn't look at any of the options except for uh, resolution and uh, frame rate. Other than that, I didn't look, so I don't know. But yeah, you can fly through it real, real easy, unless you suck. Donnie says there aren't really any accessibility options. Okay. Damn. All right. Let's move right into these questions because we got a few. So our first question comes from at TPR. He says, uh, this is complete speculation, of course. But which of these four options do you think seems most likely for a God of War Ragnarok release window? Spring of 2022? Summer of 2022? Fall of 2022? Or spring of 2023? He thinks summer of 2022 seems the most likely, and he is curious to hear our thoughts. Fall, obviously, like, likely. Like, we haven't seen gameplay at all, which obviously is an indication of how far along the game is, but... Again, their original reveal trailer that stated 2021 only showed a logo, so anybody who thought that game was coming out this year was absolutely, like, I don't know how you would think that's happening, but... Easy, because they said it. Oh, yes, because that's always believable. If Um, you're not us and you're not paying attention to the game's media like us... Somebody tells you a game is coming out in 2021, you're excited about God of War, you're expecting it to come out in 2021. Yeah, well, as the year went on and we got no gameplay, like, <laughs> of course it wasn't coming out this year. To be um, fair, they probably should stop doing that. <laughs> like, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why would they? Because people are expecting it at a time, and you keep telling us the time, and we know us who follow it knows it's not coming at that time. But just cause yeah. you can just say coming right. soon. You're going to say right. like. Here's the thing. Again, they don't care about our reactions to it. It's for shareholders only. And for But it's been shown that you really don't have to do that. There's been so many games that are just like, we're not, it's coming. That's it. Like, you don't have to say it's coming in the a particular last game year. said it's coming when it's ready. Look what happened there. Which game was that? Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk. There's been plenty of other games that have just said it's coming and they haven't given a release date or release window. I feel like Grand Theft Auto does that. No. Do they just say hey, it's they coming? They do. They never, Grand Theft Auto doesn't give dates and just like, it's coming when it's ready. We're not even going to tell you that it's being worked on. And then it'll come out, they'll have a date, it hits. No, they'll they'll have a year of Twitter reveals, then delay it six times. Have they? I don't yeah, know. and they, again, they it's coming when it's coming. Like three times. It was supposed to come out in 2012, but it came out in 2013, so... But even still, it's wild that that game is coming out in November uh, on the PS5. That game will have released three <laughs> Well, people like it that much. I mean, yeah, they make a lot of money off shark cards and whatnot. So, um, no, I think fall makes the most sense for God of War. Um, if it comes out before that, great. But I don't know. Yeah, for me, I feel like... Um... Spring 2023 is the most realistic, in my opinion. I, I feel like God of War is definitely a spring or summer game. So if it's not out in summer of 2022, I feel like spring of 2023. They did, Sony just doesn't really release games in the fall. So I'm, that'd be my guess. I'm going to say 
they're going to say fall 2022, but it's actually going to come out spring 2023. That's, yeah. that's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> to the T. They're going to show us a whole bunch of stuff like next year, touting it and how great it looks and stuff like that. Then they're going to quietly just say, oh, it's going to come out spring 2023 now. Sorry for the delay, but we got to do some, just like they did with The Last of Us and every other game they've been doing it with. They keep saying, it's going to come out around this time. No, we need a little bit of time for polishing. Yep. Yep. Like, and it'll be here when it's ready and it'll probably be great. So, you know, just be patient. There'll be plenty of games to play until it gets here. I, I don't I don't understand Donnie being upset. Wow, also I can actually read the chat this time. Hey. Well yeah, it's because I didn't answer ask, answer his question because I, I forgot it. Okay, but we answered it last I, week. I so like it. what's this justice for Donnie thing? We answered your question. Stop He's... complaining. He wants justice. <laughs> yeah. But we yeah. answered his question. That is justice. He wants more justice. Justice. Well, ask your question. <laughs> justice He's out for justice. He's out for blood at this point. He's out for justice like Steven Seagal. No, All he needs exactly. is the ponytail. <laughs> we, no, no, we, we, we do not. Uh, the, the ponytail and the real bad karate. We, we, we do not. Thanks, Donnie. Not happening. To quote the Wolf of Wall Street, I'm not fucking leaving. Uh, um, no, uh, seriously, just like. Canada definitely sucks. I mean, Canada does suck. I think we're all in agreement on that. But, I mean, the U.S. isn't any better. Like, there's not... Our games are cheaper. <laughs> Great. The games they're are really, cheaper. Are you still the games aren't cheaper. The games are the same price. Yeah, yeah. I don't matter. They're like, the exact same still price. They're cheaper to me. It's just conversion. But also, like... Well, y'all conversion know. sucks. <laughs> what? That is not how conversion works. Looks like it's that to me. It's just the dollar... Their dollar, dollar sucks. Yeah. USA, <laughs> USA, USA, USA. Not a great time to be chanting this, y'all. Not a great time. It's to the be best time. It's the Tokyo. It's always a great no, time to chant USA. Oh my it's god. Anyways. anyways, my point being is that, like, no, we answered your question last week. I just want to like. Not he still wants question. justice. He yeah. doesn't care. Th- that that's that's, great that, that wasn't the justice he wanted. That wasn't justice he wanted. We can't give him justice if he won't ask another question. Well, so. people will still ask for justice for Han. He's he's alive, so. I yeah, mean, man. yeah. Also, <laughs> like Fast and Furious Nine. What a what an interesting movie. I, I saw that. Right. Um, don't spoil it. Also, Jesus, don't say nothing. Yeah. No. 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 We're just. We're not even gonna get into Fast <laughs> no, and Furious and no, Nine. We're gonna hey, get back hey, to the questions. No, 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 we're getting no, back hey. on track. No, no, no. It is no. on track. It is on track because we're, we're talking no. about justice for Donnie. I'm not no, spoiling. No, we're the movie. talking about questions. <laughs> we're going back to the questions that were asked. <laughs> we're going back. That's harsh. All right. Uh, oh the next God. question comes from Jesse Pickles. He says, "Some of you are young. Me. Two of you are old. Haley." <laughs> I will but what age obliterate you. <laughs> do you see yourself giving up video games or are Never. you playing PlayStation 34 on your deathbed? Never. I'm never giving up. <laughs> so you kidding me? It's how I take my anger out. No, you take yeah, that out by yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, I don't see myself not playing video games. Like it's just it's part of who I am. It's something that I enjoy doing. Getting older doesn't change that. In fact, it once the kids are gone. And I'm retired. I'll probably play more video games. So, I think um, it depends on how I feel when I get older. 
I think when you get older, times change, things change. I think I'll always play video games to what extent. I Once these kids and everybody get out of my damn house, I will play a lot more. <laughs> but um, yeah. it feels like as you get older, personalities change, hobbies change. I think video games always be there for mm-hmm. me, but I'm quite sure I'll probably like get more into podcasting and things like that as I get older. I, probably, I can see myself being 80 years old still podcasting and stuff like that. I want to be like a... Um, like one of those radio broadcasters that's 80, 90 years old, still doing it to their dying breath. That's kind of my thing. So I can see myself doing Delvin video Cox games. Live. <laughs> De- 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 Delvin wants to be the next John Madden. No, not Madden. Madden's, um, he's a commentator. I'll probably say. Yeah. I mean, Delvin's going to be the it, next Larry King. I mean, he's gonna there be you go. Podcasting that's... and recording till the end of time, basically. I. Okay. Yeah. I'm ignoring. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ignoring that. So yeah, Haley, you're gonna be playing video games till till till, I, till the I, end. Eh? I, I mean, not to bring statistics up. I don't know how old I'm gonna get. Da 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 da. Uh, but true. also, like, um, liter- literally, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm vulgar and loud on the podcast, but like, I'm never actually angry at any of you. Like, yeah. and that's that's from playing video games. Like, like. That's how I take my anger out. It's why I enjoy video games so much. So, like, of course I'm not going to not play them. I yeah. tried not playing them, and I put my fist through a wall. So that's we're not doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're just a part of who I am. It's not going anywhere. I don't care how much older I get. I feel like as old as I am now, and I haven't stopped playing, I don't think another 10, 20 years is going to change that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Next question comes in from days ninety three. That is that is very accurate, by the way. <laughs> okay, someone needs to read that out because right. obviously, so like, for our audio listeners, Donnie in the chat is a fool, and he said, "Coming to you live from the Shady Oaks retirement community is the Delvin Cox experience." And that is totally going to be Delvin. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to definitely Delvin be Cox live coming to you from Shady Oaks. Yep. If you're in people, some Florida retirement home sitting there playing canasta, yeah, just oh man, playing switch. <laughs> I'll be in there playing switch with all the old people. retro switch, right? Yeah. It's gonna be all he's gonna be just a floating head, like in Futurama, still podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> See, you yeah, too, you did. You too, yeah. dream to be on this podcast like Donnie did. Let's to all you kids out there. Follow your dreams. <laughs> Follow your dreams, kids. All right. Uh-huh. Rude Days 93. He said, yes, the Xbox Empire this, but he also wants our thoughts. Um, what do you think is the bigger racing game to the general public? Forza or Gran Turismo? Forza. I want to say Forza because of Horizon. Yeah, I think Horizon appeals to a broader audience. Um, where the reg- the regular Forza, just Forza Motorsports and uh, Gran Turismo, really appeal uh, appeal more to like the real car culture, like the tuners and people who really want to make all kind of changes and like yeah. really deal with like car culture. Where Horizon just appeals to people who want to drive fast. I mean, silly I, stuff. I mean, also like if we're not counting like just this gen, 
before that it was probably project gotham racing or something like that like those were more simulation racing games which would have a wider audience than like the hey you need to tune your car for each specific track like that yes those games have their audience but i would have said if it was before this generation before forza was a thing i would have said need for speed was probably more popular but yeah Gran turismo was really popular yes. in ps1 ps2 uh ps3 yeah um but- were you but, were you tuning your car every level? I don't think you were. Yeah, you absolutely were. You could tune everything, and people were definitely like really into that. So, I feel like it was very popular. But I think Forza just having with Xbox having like the Xbox three hundred and sixty having the larger <clears throat> the larger player base, then also moving into Horizon, I feel like that definitely picked up and has kind of overshadowed Gran Turismo, especially with Gran Turismo Sport and how, like, just weird that that game was, the launch of it, it being delayed and everything. I feel like Forza just completely overshadowed it. Uh, I mean, Forza is a game, like, like for example, like, yeah, I want the Xbox for other reasons, but, like, hi, I can afford an Xbox now. Great, love it. Uh, need to find one in stock. Uh, but, but um like Forza Horizon comes out on my birthday and you, you know like I'm I'm excited for Horizon but even before that like I tried Gran Turismo and immediately returned it to the library because no it's just not my game I would much rather play Forza Horizon than I would like Gran Turismo cuz I'm not into tuning the car for every level like yes you can do a bit yeah. of tuning in Horizon if you need to but you don't really need to Yeah Especially- I wouldn't compare the two at all I would yeah. not compare Gran Turismo to Forza Horizon. I would just compare it to Forza Motorsport. Which Those I, I've never played the Motorsport series because I know it's like simulation racing. So, Which is exactly my point. Yeah. Yeah. I will say. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I think. I am, I am closing the chat now. Donnie, I'm sorry if I miss anything. I'm going to get angry. Yeah. I think Forza is more recognizable. I think it's because Gran Turismo just launches so infrequently. Like, mm-hmm. you get Grand Turismo, what, every five years, if that. It seems like every time you look, there's another Forza game that's out there for people to hear about it, know about it, and to see. Yep. So I think that kind of exactly plays a big it. part of it. Like, the Grand Turismo games are ready when they're ready. Forza, I think it's two teams working, two or three teams working on Forza. Yeah, because you have both the Horizon and the Motorsports. They can swap off. Exactly. So Forza just stays in people's minds a lot longer because there's always one of those games coming where Gran Turismo is like, is it coming? Are we going to see another one? Like, how many Forzas were released on, like, this Xbox One X versus the one Gran Turismo that we got? Yeah. Two. Like, well, two Horizon and then, what, three Motorsport? I think it was five, six, and seven. Or is, or, is Motor, or is Motorsport Seven the one that's still being worked on? I th- I don't know. I I don't I don't. I've never played any of them, so I'm not sure which ones. But I know we only got one Gran Turismo, which is the Gran Turismo Sport or whatnot, um, where there were a couple of different Forza games. So again, I I just feel like Forza is definitely the bigger of the two at this point, yes. especially with the general public. And I think what I heard on Empire they were talking about the. The numbers for the games are quite comparable. They're like almost the same, very similar, very close to each other in terms of sales wise. So, yeah, you kind of can see they're kind of on equal footing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next question comes in from Mr. Pastor Coach Ham. He says So, I'm trying to beat Dead Cells on 5BC, aka 
Hell difficulty, aka the highest level of punishment that you can take in the game. It is not for a trophy or any digital treat, and I have actually done it before, but by using save scumming. And now I'm not sure that I can beat it legitimately. He gave himself a date. Basically, he's given himself till Hades comes out to actually beat it. So we'll see if he does. Um, so he says his question is, uh, have you encountered or played a game that you enjoy and love and desire to complete, but your skill level alone just has not allowed it? Oh. Mein Lieben difficulty on Wolfenstein 2. Mein Lieben. Uh, so for reference, you die once, you start over at the beginning of the game. Like, that's it. Yes, there's an achievement to it, but like, just no. That achievement, by the way, has 0.001% of people who have achieved it. Jeez, that doesn't sound fun. It's no. not fun. That's why it's called Mind Leaving. It's also specifically put there to fuck with trophy hunters. No, not, not it's it. like the Stanley Parables achievement to not play for five years. <laughs> Funny. Um, you guys already know, but it's Arkham Knight. Uh, yeah, but you're going after it now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm finally going after what five years? <laughs> like trying to go after, <laughs> trying to actually beat the game because yeah, it, is that I, like I, that's a skill not, level that's thing? Not, For the, yeah, yeah I it, say that's it's skill because you have to um, do the Riddler trophies, and some of those are yeah. kind of difficult. <laughs> yeah, they're difficult, but they're not. So what he's asking is like, is the difficulty of a game so difficult that you can't complete it no matter your skill level? Like for example, mind leaving difficulty of Wolfenstein Two isn't just you die once and it's over. It's the hardest difficulty of the game plus the hey you die once it's over you start over at the beginning. See, like, and I that, wouldn't even I wouldn't even say it's based on on like putting something on a difficulty like what is a game that was just so hard just regularly that your skill level didn't allow you to complete it so for me i think more in terms of like mega man <laughs> stuff like that but you beat you actually saw the end you got to the end of arkham knight nope because you, you didn't to, beat you have to get no, all no, no. But you finish Delvin, the story. Delvin, no, I understand. You like finish, you need to get the Riddler trophies to get like the true ending, which a lot of games do the that. Ending. But you beat the game. You beat the final boss, right? Arkham Knight. Yes, Sport? I beat Arkham Knight. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah. But so, you, like, has there been a game where it's just been like you got halfway through and just kept dying, and we're like, I, I got to put this aside. I can't play it anymore. There is no game I played that I, if I wanted to beat, I didn't beat. I guess that's the best way to say it. Like, um, even though mm -hmm. um, I think the closest probably be Metal Gear Revengeance, that final boss in that game. Uh, I can't remember his name. I don't want to say his name for those who want to still play that game. But he was very difficult. But even then, I, I think I may have played him 10 times and I finally beat him. So it's like, yeah, I don't think there's ever been a game that I played that I wanted to continue that I didn't finish and beat. Yeah, for me, yeah. A lot of it was the NES era as a child. Like, <laughs> as a kid, back then, trying to play games like Mega Man and just so many other games um, were really difficult. And I did not beat a lot of the NES era stuff. I just didn't stick with most games long enough to do that. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, and a lot of that stuff I've tried to go back to, like Mega Man's, and I'm just like, nope. My skill level is not high enough to beat any of these games. So, screw you, 
Mega Man. I, I will say this about that since you brought that up. I feel like when I was younger, I was more equipped to beat those games than I am now. Like I remember as a kid vividly beating Mega Man and Mike Tyson and stuff like that. I feel like if I were to try that now, I would get demolished. And I guess it's because my maybe my reflexes changed or maybe my taste in games have adapted so much that I can't play those games anymore. Yeah, you're better than me because I definitely couldn't do it. Because <laughs> I, I remember when I was a kid, I beat all three Ninja Gaiden games. And I, as a kid, I found them easy. I'm like, oh, this is tough, but this is not tough where I couldn't beat them. I beat all three of them. And wow. when I got older, I'm like, I remember everybody saying, oh, this is the, one of the most difficult games you can play. I'm like, I don't remember it like that. I'm quite sure if I played it now, I could probably see the difficult, the difficultness in it. But it's like, you know, Guess my taste yeah. have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, more power to you for being able to beat Ninja Gaiden when you were a child. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Plus, I only had it for a weekend because I was written those. So. <laughs> All right. Our last cuff and cu- uh, question comes from Jay Stiltis. He said, would you rather be able to jump 10 feet up in the air? Or run a hundred miles per hour for ten feet. Um, I'm gonna go run a hundred miles per hour for ten feet. Cause I feel like that would come in handy during the Olympics and stuff like that. <laughs> like if I, so you gonna go be, you gonna go be an Olympic champion? Yeah, go be the new Usain Bolt. Yeah, if I can run a hundred miles per hour for ten feet, I feel like. I'd win a lot of events. Does this account, like, does your body account for running that fast, or are you dying when you run that fast because a human body cannot run 100 miles per hour without shredding to pieces? Well, I don't think well, you're... I'm, I'm imagining, like, if, if you have the ability to do it, your body can compensate for it. Okay. Yes. But the thing is, if you're only doing it for 10 feet, like, that's literally a second. Like, how, yeah. how long is your recovery period? I think when it comes to racing-wise... The momentum, Ten feet is like from here to the other side of the room. Like you're not. That's nowhere. But yeah. the momentum will carry me across the finish line. That's not how that works. I don't think so. Because have you ever tried to stop when you're running? It takes a, yes. a second for you to stop. You don't just stop on a dime. I, I get that. I just like I I have so many more questions about this. I could run a hundred miles for ten feet because like a hundred miles per hour. So I'm just basically it's like I'm teleporting almost like. Does my momentum carry? Do, what's my recovery time? Can I can I run hundred miles per hour for another ten feet immediately after? Like, how does that really work? I'm assuming you run hundred miles per hour for ten feet, then you stop after the momentum carries you to the stop. Of course, off your no, own. No, the momentum does not but, carry you to the stop. But you're not but, gonna stop on a dime. No one stops on no, a dime when but, they're running. But as soon as your hunt your hundred miles per hour runs off, you're running normal speed. Guess what? You don't have the momentum of the hundred. But you're still gonna be slowing down. You're gonna just slow down. You're not gonna just stop. No, you're gonna slow down instantly. That's how the question is phrased. It's weird. I don't know how that works. I I, I had like I said, I I need more information. Yeah. On how this works for the tit for that, but I, I period, I'm, I'm taking the jump ten feet. Yeah, that's what I'm taking because because I'm gonna go play basketball and just dunk on people. I'm not even gonna jump the full ten feet. I'm just gonna jump high enough to just dunk on people and just you know that's what I'm gonna do. Because <laughs> I also have questions about that. 
can my body handle falling ten feet every time? I would yeah, assume like, so. Not, what happens if I jump not. up ten feet and there's nothing for me to jump up onto, and then I'm coming down ten feet? Like how how is that working? Is my body able to not you know hurt itself? Am I am I am I equipped properly to be able to fall ten feet every time that I jump ten feet? I would think I so. Need more information. I would think. I need more information. It's, I would think it's the ability to continue to do this treat, this ability. It's not like you just like, it kind of would be fucked up if you just can do it one time and then all your bones break or something like that. Yeah. I jump 10 feet and I, I come down wrong and break a hip because I'm old. Can, can, can we get rid of this guy? Me? <laughs> no, Dev knows what I'm talking about. I know about. what you're talking about. I'm trying to not I, pay attention to it on the stream. Yeah. You just you just don't even pay attention. Yeah, I just don't want to jump out Donnie of a window. Says. Let's test this out. Donnie says, ah, I'm not <laughs> jumping out of a window, Donnie. I'll jump out a window. Defenestration. Why? I I don't know. I just wanted an excuse to use the word defenestration, which is to throw someone out a window. Oh, you just want to use a big. I'll word. throw myself out the window. You just want to use a big word. I did. <laughs> also, shout out to my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Lorenzo, for teaching me that word when I annoyed him so much he said he was going to defenestrate me. I'm quite sure I will not throw you out of the goddamn window. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for our questions. Thank you for keeping them coming, even if they're weird and incomplete, because, Jay Stills, I need more information on your questions, sir. Yeah. I need more info. All right. But otherwise, thank you. We love getting them. It just, <laughs> we get some weird stuff, and it's always fun to see how off the rails we can get with your with your <laughs> questions. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into some news. Haley, what do you got for us? Uh, I've got a story that starts by talking about the fact that, hey, EA is acknowledging Bad Company 2. Um, so that's nice. Um. At their EA Play Live conference, uh, EA showed uh, Battlefield Portal, which contains like Battlefield 1942, Battlefield Bad Company 2, Battlefield 3, and 2042 content, I believe they said. Yeah. Um, And so like the trailer starts and yada, yada, yada. And then you see the grenade fall with the happy smiley face on it, which is, of course, Bad Company 2. And then it gets to the point where EA decided to go, hey, what if we touched memes? And just went, not enough memes for you? Here's 20 robots against the tank, because, you know, the age-old question of would you rather fight 10 duck-sized tanks or uh, one tank-sized duck? Like, great. That meme's dead now because a brand touched it. I don't know, it's weird. I just, I don't like when brands touch memes. Yeah. It, it gets weird. I thought it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I it, was it was funny, fun. but now I can't think of that meme without thinking that a corporation is ruined. <laughs> I, think, I don't think that one is ever ruined because we're always going to get that dumb question somewhere. <laughs> horse-sized duck? Do you want to fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? That's basically what it amounted to, and I thought that was hilarious. But <laughs> I Also, I love that Xavier Woods was like, who's redacted? And the guy was like, I can't tell you. It's like... Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the... <sighs> Battlefield, I mean, it looks cool. It looks awesome. It's just not for me. Like, without the campaign, 
I don't really have a whole lot of desire. I'm not going to sit there in, in a multiplayer match like that. It's just not my thing. Um, but it looks really cool, and I know a lot of people are really, really excited for it. And a lot of people are really excited for that portal mode, just being able to create all kinds of chaos. Um, so I'm really excited for the people that are excited about it. But for me, I just I don't have a whole lot of desire for, for Battlefield. You know, I don't give two fucks about Battlefield right now. <laughs> not at all. Once I, they I said, don't know. I, I'm, I'm probably not playing this either, but that's just because I'm not into, like, the first-person shooter multiplayer scene except, like, Apex. So. Once they said it was no single player, I'm like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> like, I have no interest in this whatsoever. If people like it. They like it. I hope it's successful. Yeah, I hope yeah. it does good, but not my cup of tea right now. Like, hey, holla, I'll holla at y'all with y'all. Bring me my storyboat back. I really wish Apex Legends would, would just let me play the stories, please, because yeah. they're all so good. It makes me mad. I was watching that, the trailer for the new character. I'm like, oh, what game is this? This looks awesome. And then it's Apex Legends. I'm like, God damn uh, it. Also, uh, I know I mentioned this in the Discord, but uh, season two of Love, Death, and Robots, the episode titled Ice, the guy who did that did the trailer for um, Steer. So since, since you, I just I want to play see of the game. I don't I don't I just want to play that game. Since, yeah, Stelvin. Since you mentioned that, damn, uh, I feel the same way about Overwatch. Every time I see one of those Overwatch stores, we're like, yes. damn, this looks amazing. Damn it, where's the single player? <laughs> like I would exactly. play the heck out of a single player version of Overwatch. Yeah, I mean they do it with their like Halloween events with the PVE stuff, but yeah, but I want a campaign. Yeah, I want like. An actual. Aren't you getting campaign. that with Overwatch Two? Isn't there like a campaign is, being added? Is, the it, is there 2? an Overwatch Two? Is that a thing? Is that still coming out? <laughs> I don't know. After the Activision stuff, oh my god! Overwatch Two was already in a bad state, and now I, it's on the Activision. I mean, Blizzard also lawsuit. they were Oof. they they literally had a new map to reveal, and like all the Activision Blizzard Twitter accounts have just gone silent. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, the state of California sued Blizzard Entertainment, so there's that. For sexual harassment and other stuff, and yeah, also some of the stuff in that suit is ridiculous. Just gross. Just straight. Yes. I'm call it just straight yeah. up gross. But it's really, really. I gross. don't know when when part of your claim hinges on the fact that a woman committed suicide and you were still distributing her nudes. Uh, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, just beyond belief. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. There's so many things that I have to say about that, but this is not the podcast for that. I mean, it is it could, I mean, awful it could, and gross. Yes. And it, it could be the podcast, but also I totally understand why we don't really want to get into that because that'd be like an hour long discussion. That's a, yeah, that is that is a Delvin Cox experience. This yes. is a PlayStation experience. <laughs> so. I was just going to say that. That's a, <laughs> that's a Delvin Cox yeah. experience topic, if I ever heard mm-hmm. of it. But yeah, we all stand united, I'm sure, in feeling that this is absolutely horrid. Yeah. And um, the games industry and just industry as a whole needs to get a lot better. Yeah. Also, while we're at it, yes, totally aware of the Ubisoft claims. Ubisoft needs to do better too. So, yeah. Just all bad. Yeah. All bad. All right. Moving right along. What's your story, Dylan? What you got for us? It's, It's short, simple, but sweet. I like that the Tokyo Olympics, because I didn't know this was a thing until I started seeing videos of it. They are playing a lot of video game music in it, like the theme from Final Fantasy VII, the um, victory theme from Final Fantasy VII. I think it was some um, Dragon Age, not Dragon Age, um, 
the hell is it show? It's called Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest, yes. Dragon Quest themes and stuff like that. So the Tokyo Olympics has kind of fully adapted video game culture into it. I think that's kind of a thing in Japan, isn't it? Like um, Japanese cultures. I mean, like, yeah, both of those games are made in Japan, and Jap- video games are huge there. So it makes a whole lot of sense to kind of tie that in into the Tokyo Olympics. I think it's awesome. I think it's really cool. Not not to be a Debbie Downer, but it's unfortunate that this video surfaced at the time some not great stuff about the Olympics came out. Hold so it. There's all a, that stuff. There's a lot of not great stuff about the Olympics. Yeah, but all, all of that stuff got swept under the rug as soon as the video game music video came out. Like, nobody's talking about the bad stuff anymore. It's all just the I, video game music. I, again, I live on a different internet then because I've barely seen anything about this video game stuff and just all the other terrible stuff that's going on yeah. with the Olympics. I have, yeah, so. I, mean, I haven't seen yeah. yeah, I've seen more about the terrible stuff. I don't know. I mean, I, I I know all over Reddit that's all that's being talked about, but, like, my Twitter timeline is filled with the right stuff of, like, the bad stuff happening. But, like, I, I'm not just on Twitter, right? Like, I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Reddit. I'm on other places. Yeah, you're on everything. And I, <laughs> Literally everything. Yes, 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 I am. Also, I love that last week when I sent you a screenshot of my new uh, lock screen, I just no response for an entire <laughs> week. So. <laughs> uh for reference, uh, my new hyperfixation on Hope Michelson uh, continues, uh, and I changed my lock screen from being a photo Supergirl to Hope Michelson. Uh, and Devin Delvin's response was just not to say anything because it, it didn't it didn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> surprised me more with you. Just like I, I said, nope. Da, 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 da. Also, again, shout out to Delvin's tweet in the middle of the week when he saw like a Vampire Diaries tweet. He was like, "This is a Shepherd's Real S tweet if I've ever yeah, saw." Meg the Stallion. <laughs> Tweeted out about a, a random ass vampire diaries character. You know, like, yeah, this is a hailing tweeted for tweet if I ever saw one. Yeah. Um I, I lost my train of thought. I don't know where we were. We were yeah, talking we're about talking my love for the Meg music Stallion. at the Olympics. Oh, yes. Okay. So like yeah. yeah, like I'm on all the other stuff and like on all the other sites except Twitter, like I guess I follow the right people on Twitter. But like all I'm seeing is like the bad stuff about the Olympics on Twitter, but everywhere else it's just the video game music thing. So. Yeah, I mean, we can't take social media for the only place we get news. I mean, like, in the actual news, like, there's stuff about the actual Olympics and the things that are going on there. Um, and it's really unfortunate. And I, I still don't understand why the Olympics is even happening at this point. I mean, yeah. And, yeah, like, <sighs> it's crazy. But um, as far as, like, the music stuff, yeah, it was a melody that mixed a bunch of different stuff from Sonic the Hedgehog, Dragon Quest, Nier, all kind of stuff. They just, they yeah. mix it in. And the thing is, like, for people who don't know games, it just sounds like some cool music for the Olympics. Yeah. But for yeah. gamers, it's like, oh, man, was that this? Oh, was that that? So I think it's just pretty cool. Um, And to have it happening in Tokyo, which, you know, you could almost say is like the birthplace of modern gaming when you think about it. It's pretty awesome. So I don't know. Like like it's definitely a cool like set piece. I don't know. It's just a, a shame that like there's so much bad stuff about the Olympics going on this year. Like just one for example is I love that Shikari I forget her last name, Richardson. Yes. Uh was barred from the Olympics for a little bit of weed and then an article came out like two days ago about how the Olympics is fully embracing cannabis. And I'm just like are y'all? Yeah, that was well, a, what the what are you what are y'all doing? Like it it was a very controversial because uh, it was a, a article. I think it was in the Washington Post or something like yeah. that. Yeah, 
But it was a very controversial article, to say the least, because the article itself, the face of the article was two white athletes who were in the Olympics, and they interviewed a bunch of other Olympic athletes talking about them using weed for the Olympics. Right after, somebody just got suspended and essentially kicked out the Olympics for smoking weed. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's dumb. It's really dumb. But uh, the Olympics are happening. Our the USA basketball team just lost to France. How sway a twenty eight game like winning streak or something like that? It uh, how does this happen? <laughs> like like I don't know, man. Well, that team, they, yeah, it's not a great team. We, not gonna, we uh, they, they, need, the they don't have back. a point guard. They don't have a leader. Plus, you got like half the players like. That are coming off the finals, like it's just it's a it's it's a hot mess. We need the dream team back. What's the dream team? I've never watched the Olympics. You never heard of the dream team? Oh god. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's also in Canada, so. But this was like a worldwide. Okay. I'm gonna try You'd to. You also have this. to follow basketball. Yeah. Like. I, I I mean, I'm I'm 25 years old. I live in Canada, and also like I generally don't care about the Olympics. Like the only. Olympics I've actually watched is the one that was in Vancouver. Okay. Let me try to give you a short synopsis of what happened. So, back around 92, 94, I want to say, U.S. basketball team was always getting their ass kicked in the Olympics. Like, it was a common thing. We didn't send NBA players. We We would send college players. College players. So, to, to drum up interest in the Olympics, the basketball side of it, USA said, you know what? We're going to start sending our professional athletes. So they have essentially assembled what is now known as the Dream Team, where they got all the best players in the NBA to go the, go to the Olympics and play, like Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Isaiah Thomas had the Isaiah Thomas had the qualifications, but he was not selected. <laughs> you would bring up Magic Johnson. I, I, I he has know, any idea who that is. I don't know who that is. You, to get that reference, you have to watch. Um, the, the Bulls documentary. But, yeah, they got all the best players. I don't care about basketball. I'm not watching a documentary it's, about basketball. He's just speaking to our listeners. Yes. But, yeah, I know, basically I know. they assembled the best basketball players in the NBA, and they went on to basically trounce everyone in the Olympics and start a precedent where USA was just murdering everybody. Every year. and Until we lost with the Kobe team. Um I want to Iverson and a bunch of a bunch of players that should have won, but again, just didn't quite do it. Then they had another team that they called the Redeem Team, where we went back and we started winning gold again, and now we're right back to uh, losing. Didn't the LeBron team lose or something like that too? Yeah, we did. It was he didn't really play a whole lot. It was like when he was young, like I want to say maybe his first or second year in the league or something like that, and they just you had a lot of young players and then veterans that really weren't cohesive enough it just was it wasn't a good squad um yes from top to bottom you and they lost you and was on they the first bronze, dream team. i think yeah you yeah. was on the first dream team dream team one and dream team two were by far the best dream teams like it wasn't even, it was not yeah. even close because those both of those teams are legit hall of fame teams like top five basketball players all across the board yeah yeah, yeah. now we're so losing the yeah. friends and now 
Also, the the only other thing, this is a joke for, like, adults, by the way, but, like, the, the only other thing I know about the Olympics is how much of a quote-unquote sex fest the Olympic Village is, so. You know you didn't have to preface that. This is a joke for adults. We've been cursing this whole podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, teenagers curse more than I do, so. Yeah, so. We got no no unity, no camaraderie, as Donnie says. This this new this new NBA team, it's a or new assemblage of players for Team USA, mm. and it's a it's not going too well for them right now. They've lost they lost several like preliminary games, and now they've lost the first game of the I, Olympics. So. I know they're skateboarding at the Olympics this year too, isn't there? I have no idea. I think there I is. I don't follow. Anything in the Olympics outside of the also, basketball and curling, because curling is awesome. Hey, I actually used to curl. It was great. Uh, I went to provincials here, uh, but then one of our team members decided to punch someone with his thumb like this and broke his hand. That's not how you punch. Right, right, uh, no. I'm aware that's not how you punch. You, you definitely do not want to punch with your thumb inside your fist. You're going to break every bone in your hand. Yes. Like, No. Um, but no, he did it like right, like the week before provincials. And so, yeah, we didn't really have a great time, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, no, also shout out to Amazon sending me an email that I can watch the Olympics live through Amazon prime. Not happening. So, (laughs) all right, well, let's get off the Olympics and back on the gaming. Um, so shadow of the tomb Raider got a 4k 60 mode, uh, recently as i think it was yesterday uh yes, dropped yeah. on the ps5 um that's cool i wish they would do more of these where we get these little stealth updates because that's I been kind of like I, a promise i right? wish that 2013 would get an update like this i'd love to go back and replay 2013 but it just yeah. it it doesn't look great not well i mean it looks all right like it's a ps it's it's a ps three and four game but like yeah i mean they remastered it from ps3 to ps4 and that looks good but it doesn't have like the yeah. 60 frames or whatnot but you would think that if they were to do shadow that they could do the other two yeah rise um, getting a patch like that would be fantastic it's yeah. my favorite it's my favorite of the three i didn't realize rise has a 60 frames mode you should think that they'd be able to also do what they did with shadow i didn't yeah. realize shadow was such a controversial game in terms of like people oh, don't like it so here's, I don't understand that here, at all. Here, here's why great. here's why people don't like Shadow. I think it's stupid. Not the the game. Like I, I enjoyed it, I played. I haven't finished it. I'll get back to it at some point. Um but there's less combat in Shadow than there is in Rise and twenty thirteen, and people don't like that. I like there's that about focus. Shadow. <laughs> there's there's more focus on puzzles instead. And Again, trophy hunters aren't the general, but like the general consensus among trophy hunters I've seen is that a lot of the trophies require you to do combat, and there's not enough combat scenarios in the game to actually get the combat trophies. Um, among other people, they just don't like the design philosophy change because the last one was done by Eidos as opposed to uh, Crystal Dynamics. I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Yeah, I did too. I didn't feel like there was. I felt like it was just a continuation. Like I feel like there was plenty of combat. I I do have I had plenty of stuff to do. It felt like just more Tomb Raider. I, I do have one big complaint about um, Shadow, and that's that for half the game, you literally can't wear most of the outfits in the game. Like, I never changed her outfit not once. I so did. 
uh, like trying to like in that little village in the town or whatever you literally can only wear tunics you cannot wear any of the other outfits which give you great combat abilities or great puzzle abilities can't use them for like half the game i i, I want to ask you, you both this did you change the outfit based on her location because i did that all the time like if she was in a snowy area i would put on like warm clothes no. and stuff like that i did that all the time no, like I would like there's um the first DLC has like a World War Two uniform type thing, but like the perk for it is great. You can use it in one area of the game and that's it. Whatever the hell she was wearing was whatever the hell she was wearing. I did not care about changing her outfit one bit. I thought it didn't make sense for her to be like in a tank top. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, yeah. snowing and freezing to death. Like it makes no sense at all. But I know I wasn't gonna freeze to death, so I'm not bothering with changing her outfit. <laughs> I don't know. All I care about are the weapons. Give me the guns. I, the I, mu- I much preferred Rise of the Tomb Raider. I like them both. I like the a all, lot. All three I, of them. Yeah, I, I literally, I really enjoy the Tomb Raider franchise. I mean, the story people probably didn't like as much in Shadow. But I feel like all of the stories are pretty much like really out there. I, and I wild, mean, it, so. it, it is a pretty big departure because it did change some lore about her father. So there's that too. Um, but I, again, all I know is that the next Tomb Raider game, and this is straight from Square Enix's mouth, uh, and actually the Tomb Raider Twitter account, which is verified by the way, and not like a, a random account posting a rumor. The next Tomb Raider game will converge the timelines. So like from the classic Tomb Raider games and the prequels like they're converging in the next game whatever that is cool i never played any of the original tomb raiders i didn't either so the I only thing no i know about the original there the only thing i know about the original tomb raider games by the way is that there's a, a, a midas hand or whatever in one of them and if you step on it the die animation is laura turning to gold yes that's cool yeah give me more tomb raider i'm all about it Upgrade them guns, kill some things. I like the bow and arrow. Love it. So satisfying. What, what arrow? The bow and arrow, just yes, taking yeah. people out. So oh, yeah. satisfying. You know how you if you give me your bow, we're good to go. Give oh. me the compound bow, though. I I don't like the uh, recurve bow. I, I just give me a bow and let me upgrade it. That's all I need. Donnie asked I, a really I, good question. Yeah, yeah he did. I was gonna say Donnie asked a question. Let's go ahead and answer it for him. Before he gets upset. <laughs> he asks, what games would you actually replay if they got a patch like this? Uh, first off, Arkham Knight. Uh, I would definitely replay that if you got a 4K60 patch. Uh, absolutely. Batman at 60 frames. Um, uh, let's see. What else? Um, I don't know. Probably a lot, honestly. Um, like Just trying to think of titles off the top of my hand. Like If they went back and patched... I think they did, actually. I'm not entirely sure. If they went back and patched any of the infamous games to be 60 frames per second, I'd go play those. Um, well, the infamous uh, games are unlocked, so yeah. they, they have an unlocked frame rate, so you can hit 60 in Second Sun and First Light. Uh, Uncharted 4, I'd definitely go back and play if it got a 60 frames per, uh, per second thing. Uh, Lost Legacy as well, I'd play, because Chloe and Nadine, great, great combo. What about you, Delvin? Anything you go back and replay? Shoot, I go back and replay stuff anyway. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah. I guess, like if they up until dawn to 4K60, I'd replay that to see how it looks. So I don't know. It's just like 
it's a lot of stuff out there. I just, just want to replay in general. Like I'm replaying Transformers Devastation right now, and I love it. So I'd probably replay that if it was 4K60. It looks like a freaking cartoon. So that's awesome. So yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know that there's anything that I would necessarily replay. Um, I'd probably play a lot of stuff that I hadn't played, like a Dying Light or something like that, if they actually put it in 60. like Dying Light, love it. Like uh, God of War, I didn't finish, so I finished it when they had the patch, but I started playing it before the patch finished. Um, I think, for the most part, I, I can't think of anything that I, I'd want to replay. Like, I replayed um, Star Wars... Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order when it got its patch. But uh, again, that was I would already started replaying that before it got the patch, then it got the patch made replay. Same with God of War. Um I just I don't know if there's anything else that I would necessarily replay. Um like Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I'm not gonna replay the game, but I'm definitely gonna like check it out and just see what it looks like at 60 yeah. frames. The same thing that I did with The Last of Us 2. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, like I haven't completely replayed it, but I just checked it out just to see, you know, how it looks and I can't wait for that expansion. Um, Uh, Also, uh, Dev is not going to pet the cats, monkeys, or deers, so shame on him. Um, For what? For what? I already got the platinum, so I don't need, I don't don't care about it being 100% because it's not 100% now. I doubt there'll be a trophy related to that. However, on that note, there is a trophy in the new Assassin's Creed DLC that's coming out uh, to pet all the cats in a specific location. So I'm sure that'll be a pain to find all those cats. Yeah. Not doing that. Danny says the Order 1886. That would actually be a cool one to see in I, 60 uh, frames. Yeah, but I never it, finished that it, one. So. It would be, but uh, I don't know that that would happen because those developers are owned by Facebook now. Not gonna lie. I love that game. That game was good. I, I platinumed that game in six hours. Like, I started, like, Brand new save from start to finish. Platinum that game in six hours. I can literally platinum it if I go back to it and play it now. Replay the whole game. I think I'm missing like two trophies or something like that. It's a fun yeah, game. It's only are, like four are hours. They com- are they combat trophies or uh, collectible trophies? Because I'm pretty sure if they're just collectible trophies, you can re- you can just chapter select. I think it's collectible. I have to go okay. check. But I know I'm not missing that many. Yeah. And I love that yeah. game. It was so much fun. I know people gave it flack for when it came out because of its length of the game and stuff like that. But I liked it. I liked I the know, fact that it, it was, was a short game. It was a fun story. Like uh, I wish they would have explored the lichen aspect more. But you know, I liked it a lot. Yep. Man. Such a fun game. Yeah, I never finished it. So I would finish it maybe if it had a sixty frames. Now I want to go, go back, back and play it. Now you want to play the yeah. order? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I'm trying to think. Is there anything that I actually like replay? It's a tough one, Danny. You know I don't replay games. I don't know, hey, sir. Hey, hey, Dev, are we uh, are we grouping up for Dying Light Two? Is that happening? You know, is that happening? No, absolutely not. <laughs> De- Delvin, is that happening? Come on, we 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 grouping up. You know I like Dying Light One a lot. I I might play with somebody on Dying Light Two. I, I won't I won't put it out. I won't I won't just directly say no because it's. What okay. is not? I'm directly saying no. I know. I knew you so were gonna. I, I knew what your answer was gonna be before I even asked. I just wanted to see your reaction. I I, I won't leave it out the question. I, I'd probably I'll probably try that with you. I'm sure there'll be a co-op trophy. So like I'm trying to like get a partner out of the way like right now, right? So yeah. there's a co-op. Like you don't need to complete everything in co-op in Dying Light One. You just need to complete like 
uh, four or five missions with the same like co-op partner or whatnot, and it's it's a pain in the ass. So, because the other couple of games I'm looking at right now, I'm thinking like I'd probably play a little multiplayer on that. Like, um, the Aliens one is coming out. I yeah, wait, don't it... believe you. I, yeah, I'd play that multiplayer, but because I mean, it's, it's, it's part it, of the story. It's, ali- it's Aliens Fire Team. It's meant to be played co-op, isn't it? Yeah, that's the whole point. And I like Aliens, yeah. so I'd probably play that multiplayer if I had somebody to play with. I still don't believe you. I don't even think you know how to turn your system online to do that. <laughs> I will say this. I mean, he actually, actually, hold on. There's a game he didn't talk about that he was playing this week. Um, what did I play? Watch Dogs Legion, sir. Oh, you I were did. online playing play Watch Dogs Legion. I was playing Watch Dogs Legion. I completely forgot I played it. I legit forgot I played it. <laughs> it's forgettable. That's for sure. I was having fun with it. Actually, I was having kind of a lot of fun with it. It's um, were, were you, did you pick up the DLC or what? No, I told you to wait for that to go on sale. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, not it's on, the gold the gold edition's on sale right now I'm, for like forty four bucks, and that's Canadian, so it's probably like thirty bucks. It's thirty. It's thirty. I'm, I'm thirty in up. the states. I'm weighing my options. How much does the DLC cost? Uh, I mean the the season pass on its own here is fifty five, so like forty bucks on its own. Yeah, so the gold edition gets you all that for thirty, and um, you probably have Watchdogs Legion. It's a disc copy that you can go trade in. <laughs> no, I have the I have the di- digital version. Yeah, oh but it would it, it would still <clears throat> let you buy the gold edition because you don't own the DLC for it. Yeah, so. I did that with um. The only thing is it wouldn't let you buy the ultimate edition, which you don't really need because the only thing you get with the ultimate edition are like four extra operatives, and I only used one of them. Oh, I will say this: since we brought up those uh, disc copies and stuff like that. I did that with Mortal Kombat. I I owned the original MK11 for a long time digitally, but somebody bought me Ultimate for Christmas. So this week when I went and traded all my stuff, I traded in my Ultimate and got like forty bucks for it, thirty five bucks for it for like with like a bonus credit and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I used my PlayStation money to go pay like because I think the um, Ultimate See, upgrade uh, is like uh, fifteen dollars now. Yeah, and uh, I'm probably gonna pick up the aftermath expansion and play that because it's on sale right now for like sixteen bucks yeah. in Canada. So I just so. Said, yeah, I just did that, made me a little money off of that deal. It's still Very nice. All right, let's get into our last little story, topic of the week type stuff. So the PS Plus games have uh, leaked for August. We already knew one of them because in the state of play, they told us that we were getting, um, what's it called, uh, Hunter's Arena Legends, yes. which is a PS5 game only. So we knew we were getting that. But then it's also leaked out that we're getting Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville, and Tennis World Tour 2. Not the greatest games, you know, um, but still, you know, pretty good games. I probably won't play any of these. I might play Tennis World Tour too. Is like Serena in Tennis game. World Tour? Is it? I, I, I don't. I, I don't Maybe. know. <laughs> I have no idea. I got no but clue. It just every time we get a PS Plus announcement, people are either super excited about it or they're like, "Oh, I already have those games. This is a, this is a weak month. This is stupid," and it's like. Why do people get so upset about free games? You're paying for them, but technically, you know you're going to get some free games every month with PS Plus. You don't necessarily just buy PS Plus for the games. You buy it because you need it to play online and other stuff. So why is it that people always get so upset when it's not games that they want on this free service instead of just looking at it as, I've got more games? 
I don't know. It's it's frustrating for sure, like, seeing people go, like, wow, PlayStation has a shitty month. And I'm like, yeah, but, okay, it's a shitty month to you, but to someone, this is a gold mine. Like, I will say this, and this is kind of, I'm going to shoot them some bail because this year, they have been some bail. They have been knocking it out <laughs> the park with their PlayStation Plus lineups each month. So they are like now we can give them credit to have like didn't we get like bug snacks for free and stuff like that? We did. Yeah. We got the PS5 mm-hmm. version of bug snacks. We got Control Ultimate Edition for like the version that everyone was gonna have to rebuy if they wanted the upgrade. Like all PlayStation Plus members got that. Destruction um, All Stars and not uh, Worms I mean, Rumble I, Man Eater. Uh, the Control Ultimate Edition, Destruction All-Stars. We got a game called Baquette. Um, Wreckfest, Operation Tango, uh, A Plague's Tale Innocence last month. Yeah. Like, we've gotten some really good games. Along with, like, with that, we've always gotten two more additional PS4 games. Yeah. And it's like, people just get so upset. Oh, shit, month, shit, month. It's just like, oh, that's cool. You also, know, like. some games I might play, might not play, you know. Just add them to your library. They're free. They're part of right. your subscription. So, like, why do you care? Or, okay, you're not going to play them. But maybe one day you'll want to. And guess what? Now you don't have to go buy it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand this mentality of, like, being angry. It's like it's it's like when the PS4 first came out and we were only getting indie games for that. Everyone was mad. And I'm like, y'all really expect them to start giving you, like, brand new PS5, PS4 games at right. launch? Like... Granted, we've gotten some PS5 games like that, but even still, it's like, okay, that's not always going to be the case. Like, yeah, we've gotten Final Fantasy VII Remake and a bunch of other good stuff for PS4 games as well, like, as, like, PS Plus games. So, okay, they have an off month. Who cares? They've already given you, like, $400 worth of games this year. Yeah. You would think that people would just be more... Akin to just be like, oh, cool. I'm not gonna play these games, but it's great. You know, we're still getting free games. It's not like these games are like total slouches. Plus, you're getting a brand new game day and date that it comes out. Even though yeah. it may not be for you, you're still getting like a, a brand new game. Yeah. It just always, it just never ceases to amaze me just how upset people get over free shit. I mean, I saw one person going, I want compensation for this. I'm like, okay, you want five cents? Or because that's essentially what the equivalent, like, ties out to like like sir your $60 subscription to PlayStation Plus a year is uh is not worth you getting $10 for a month where you don't get any games that you want to play that's not how that works and, and let's even just add in the fact that PlayStation has been doing really good with like the play at home initiative like hey here's a here's a free game here's <laughs> here's no no here's nine free games yeah. like here's a game we we don't want nothing for it just here here you go just keep it up do you think so? Like, yo, if you can, it's not a, this is not nothing to get mad about. Like, you're getting good stuff, even if it's not your cup of tea this month. I guarantee you, you've gotten some stuff, at least one of these months, that's worth your sixty dollars a year. So why can, yeah. why bitch about it? Like, yo, just enjoy it. Because the internet just wants to be mad. Yep. Yeah. Like that just seems to be the precedent. Like people just want to be upset. All the time. They just want to find things to be mad about. It's a damn shame. Damn shame. I get it. The internet. But yeah, those are our PS Plus games for the month. 
I'm sure we'll have better months down the road if people think this is such a bad month. But, I mean, again, it's just padding out your library. Now you've got three games you probably didn't have. Or maybe you got one game you didn't have. You know? Yeah, it's, so, that's my that's my favorite other thing is when people are like, well, I got nothing this month. All right, you bought them already. Okay. But other people get yeah. a month. Like, sometimes that happens for me. Like, I'll, I think the month they gave Arkham Knight away. I think it was Arkham Knight or one of the... It was one of the Arkham games, but like I owned it in every other game. I was like, cool. Great month for everybody. I own everything, but enjoy. Like, yeah. I'm not upset that the money I pay for PlayStation Plus allows others to get games that I've maybe already bought because I was interested in and bought them day one. Like, why would that make me upset? More people get to play a great game. Like, Yep. I agree. Yep. I guess people only care when it affects them. I mean, most of the months I have already had the games that come to PS Plus or their games I don't really plan on playing, but I'm still like, cool, add them to the library. Yeah. Every time. That, that, add that's to the like, library. it's like the PS Plus collection. Persona 5's in there, and I've made this joke several times, and I'm going to make it again. I already went through high school as a quote unquote boy. Not happening again. Like, give me a Persona game of the girl. Sure, I'll play it. I'll give it a shot. People keep telling me I'd like it, but I'm not playing it unless I can play as a girl. Like, sorry. Not everything has to be for you all the time. Exactly. It's okay. It's okay. But, like, I still added Persona 5 from the Plus collection to my library. Like, I added everything in that collection that I didn't own to my library. Like, why wouldn't I? As you should. As you should. All right. Well, that is going to do it for the PlayStation Experience. Episode 92. 93. 93. 93. I can't count. Almost no, last week was ninety. Last week was ninety-two. I'm terrible at this. I gotta be better at my job. <laughs> at counting? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Updating the notes, putting in ninety-three. You know, instead of ninety-two. I mean, didn't it say like episode fifty-nine for like six weeks? That's so. probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know. We hope you enjoyed yourself. You know, please feel free to holler at us over. On the Twitters at PlayStation XP, stop by our blog at PSVG.blog or the Discord at PSVG.blog slash Discord and tag Delvin in the general chat just to bring him out. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> I, I love I love fun. that I actually okay, actually we should we should bring up why Delvin was tagged because it relates to something with this podcast. So if y'all recall the bet Delvin and I made. Uh, it came out this week that Ubisoft says it's too early to say when Beyond Good and Evil 2 might come out. I'm feeling pretty good about that free game what, Delvin's going to own What the fuck me. are they talking about? <laughs> they were showing footage <laughs> of the game like two years ago. Like, running. <laughs> like, it, yeah. It's still too early to know. I mean, this is also alongside news that uh, the Black Flag spinoff game made, I forget, like, what is it called again? Uh, the pirate game, uh, blood and blood and nah, blood and truth, uh, skull and bones. There you go. That game may never come out. So there's that. Like that game's been in development for eight years and restarted development eight times. Like yeah, yeah. Like, that All game's that. never coming out. Yeah. And beyond good and evil two, if it does come out, it's not coming out till 2024 at least. So I'm feeling pretty confident about that free game Delvin's going to owe me. Yeah. What year yeah. was it? Uh, what do you mean? What year what was year it? What year was the, the, that it had to come out by for the bet? 
Oh, for for you for me to owe you a free game, it has to come out any time before twenty January first, twenty twenty four. Okay. For you to owe me a game as soon as January first, twenty twenty four hits, boom, you owe me a game. Yes. There you have it. Bet's been made. I mean, she's feeling no, real good about it. Bet's bet's been rehashed because this was yeah. bet was made in like episode eleven of the podcast. Yeah. So all that to say, Tech Delvin in general, just so he pops in. <laughs> Fucking A. So he has to come and see, and just to remove even the notification. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's how you get me, because I hate seeing all the notifications on my phone. Yeah, yep. like literally, literally, he's, literally <laughs> I tagged Delvin, he showed up and was like, yeah, I bet you do, and then... And then <laughs> People just I kept tagging him. I just kept tagging him and stuff. I think it was here. I think it was you who was like Delvin in general. He's like they tricked me, and then it's a Bob's Burgers gift. Yes. It was great. It yeah. was great. Yeah. So yeah, come come to our Discord. We have fun there. It's yes, we stuff. do. Um, also, our Patreon at Patreon.com/psvg. Three dollars a month gets you additional content. Uh, we do have some stuff lined up. One day, Delvin will get his uh, his behind the scenes episode. If I have to do it myself, yes, we'll see. Not Maybe like, one uh, day. Thanos. Yeah, I guess I'll it do never, it myself. Go it grab the glove, yeah. which will be like the golden headphones <laughs> and a mic. <laughs> oh <my laughs> sit God. down and do a DLC with Delvin. Yeah. <laughs> And with that in mind, I'd like to give a special thank you to our patrons at the producer level. Mr. Michael Masick, Edwin Callow, Stephen Keller, Nick Creature, Ben Moxham, Nick Fall Harbor, Paul Calico, Kyle Heyman, myself, Josh the Bone Bone, RJ Kern, Horse Girl 69, Zach Adams, and Joe Wilson. Thank you guys for your uh, joining us in the journey that is PSVG. And with that in mind, let the people know where they can find you, Haley. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarell, uh, agreeing with Delvin when he tags me in Vampire Diaries tweets that I didn't expect Delvin to see. Uh, <laughs> I see anything that Stallion tweets out. <laughs> you can find me on your game platform of choice at Haley Zarell. Hey, while we're here, maybe don't send me messages asking me to buy you games when, I, when usually I can barely afford to buy them myself. That was a fun message I got last night. I'm only 13. Can you buy me this game? No. Who are you? You're not even on my friends list. Why are you messaging me asking you to asking me to buy you games? That sounds like a case waiting to happen. <laughs> I, yeah. The yeah, random no. stuff that you get as messages. Good it, lord. It, I, I, I blocked the person because hey, you're 13. I don't want to interact with you. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, may, maybe, may, maybe we shouldn't be interacting. Yes. Um, also, like, I'm not buying you a game. You're not on my friends list, so how did you even find me? And this is why Delvin stays offline. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can also find me on Twitch.tv slash Again, I really don't know if streaming is going to be possible for a while with this new work schedule. So, I don't know. I, my, my days off are going to be weird. It's like Sundays and Tuesdays, so... Weird. Weird. Yeah. It is. It is weird. I mean, I'm glad to have Sundays off because it makes recording easier. But like, yeah, yeah. Tuesdays. Come on now. Um, and then uh, you can find me on Tumblr.com at HaleyZarell.tumblr.com. Uh, again, it's mostly Vampire Diaries and Legacies and Hope Michelson stuff over there right now. Um, and you know, regular shit posting because that's what Tumblr's for. And uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. And where can people find you at, Delvin? You can find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. 
Check out the Delta Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts, especially these next two weeks because last week was um, Ariel Knight. And those who know Ariel Knight, he created the game Never Yield. So you might want to hear that interview, talk about um, his journey in creating that game and things like that and the problems a black video game creator may run into trying to get into the gaming industry. And this week, for my wrestling fans, I have Danny Limelight on the podcast talking about his movie he made. Awesome. There you go. go check that out. Go check out my man Delvin doing the Lord's work, all the podcasts in the world. You do so many things, Delvin. Yes. We don't appreciate you enough. <laughs> Gonna give you your flowers now. <laughs> Thank you. Give give Delvin the gold medal now. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you can find me at Dat Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere. Just come talk to me, talk some trash, whatever. I'm around, but don't be adding me and asking for for games because I'm not doing that either. That's a real quick insta block. No, no, the only the only person who owes me a game is Delvin, and that's not for another two years. So yes. he's good on that run. The only person who can ask me for a game is Meg the Stallion. Maybe my son. <laughs> I mean, your your kids can definitely ask you for a game. That that's that's their job. They're your nah, kids. Get a job. Yeah, get a job, you bum. Yeah, exactly. Don't ask me for nothing. Oh man! <laughs> Shout out to uh, Delvin Junior. Yes. Yeah. What's up, Delvin? Your little little Delvin. How how you doing, buddy? And with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network.